0: The problem with contacting a different supplier to get a different product is we've done all our FDA testing, all our Mm -hmm. CFIA testing, all of our labeling, all of our packaging, all of our shelf life testing. So the domino effect of using a different ingredient
1: Hello, food enthusiasts. I'm Pam Line Miller with the Future Food Cast podcast. We're so excited that you joined us today. And I'm excited about our next guest, Lisa Sanguidolce. She has a bakery, La Dolce Bakery, and culinary classroom. She has started and has running as a great business. We're excited to hear what's going in her part of the world. Welcome to the podcast, Lisa. Thank you, Pam. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We're really excited to have you. Thanks for taking time out during this busy. I know you're busy. You're running the bakery and the classes that are going on. Tell us a little bit about what you do at your bakery and in your classroom.
0: For sure. Um, We are one of Toronto's premier bakeries. We sell retail to customers through our website and through pickups and deliveries. We also sell wholesale to a few grocery chains in the city. Um, And we have a separate location where we teach classes. We have 15 different classes where we teach um, people to bake, decorate, um, make uh, wonderful creations like croissants, breads, pies, macarons. We teach kids camps and we teach adult baking boot camps in person and now virtually due to the pandemic.
1: Nice, you've really transitioned well and I just learned the correct way to say macaron. I always say- yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, So you have all these different things going on, but you do have a little bit of a passion project, something that you're really promoting and becoming known for. What is that? so um i had a little baby
0: cupcake three years ago my son was born um in 2018 and when that happened i was on my maternity leave and you know as a small business owner it wasn't a very long one but i was you know researching the best way to feed him and nourish him and you know bathe him and do everything because i was a new mom and i started reading about lactation cookies and I you know didn't use my brain because you're sleep deprived and I would drive to the US to buy lactation cookies at Target and you know after a trip one of my staff was like why are buying cookies in the u.s we have a bakery here we can make them ourselves so i decided to then create a recipe with my team with a lactation consultant and a nutritionist and we've been developing the recipe and developing the product and uh, the product is launching in january 2022 officially i mean we've launched but there is an ingredient shortage so we're we've kind of been put on hold this year and we're super excited because we have three flavors for regular gluten-free and vegan moms. And the feedback has been amazing these last two, three years and the sales just from not promoting it have been great. And we're excited to now get on the shelves of major US and Canadian retailers.
1: Oh, you have said so much in that small amount of time. Let's unpack a little bit of that for our listeners. First of all, some of our audience might not know what a lactation cookie is and what's different about that from a sugar cookie, for example. Okay, great question, yes, uh, a
0: lactation cookie are cookies that are filled with ingredients that help a mother produce more breast milk when she's breastfeeding. So the ingredients that we put in our cookies are considered galactagogues, and what we put in ours are flaxseed brewer's yeast um, and maple syrup because we're Canadian and we also put oats, so these are ingredients that are filled with. B vitamins, omegas, minerals, folate, and tons of vitamins that help a mother, you know, with her natural health and then also with her breastfeeding health.
1: Well, that really there's also the trend towards uh, especially that age group that's of childbearing age eating more holistic, more healthy that some of those ingredients that you talked about, the flaxseed, et cetera, the oats. Those are all desirable ingredients from a health perspective. And I wasn't aware that they also could help a nursing mom with her milk production
0: yeah for sure i mean they've been traditionally used for centuries in different cultures and some cultures use different ingredients some are really um, powerful like fenugreek but ours are kind of more of a modern day recipe that is tasty delicious and also gives them that boost what we also say and what we've learned from working with our lactation consultants is that you know as part of a healthy diet giving the mother the proper rest she needs Even just the the act of taking a break and having a cookie with a cup of tea, just gives the mother that kind of breath, breather, break to kind of rejuvenate and and help her with her breastfeeding journey.
1: That is a really interesting perspective because not only are you providing a product that's helping that young mom with her health, you're also providing like a mental health break of sorts and encouraging, take a moment because you're going all different directions right now. You're sleep deprived, take a moment, treat yourself to something that's good for you have a cup of tea i think the mental health aspect is really important as well to just encourage that balance in the young mom's life so i'm glad you brought that out that's really important
0: yeah we found it very prominent when we spoke to a lot of breast um, lactation consultants that they said you know moms need that moment of quiet to themselves Um, we add a little bit of chocolate to our cookies which also makes you feel good and they're tasty. And yeah, we find that, you know, in the, in the olden days, they said, moms should, moms should drink beer, which was like taking a break, going to the pub, you know, British thing, go to the pub, have a beer and then come back and feed your baby. It's hard when you're a new mom, but to take a break and also, you know, take care of yourself a little too.
1: Well, I have to say when I was a nursing mom many years ago, I I don't think lactation cookies were a thing. I'm very excited that they are. As a matter of fact, I asked my daughter about it and she said, oh, yes, I know about lactation cookies. And so that's really exciting that the newer generations coming along and having children are aware of the nutrition that they should be giving themselves and you know, they are feeding an extra human and it does take more. It takes more sleep, more rest everything. Uh, Let me circle back around to something else you said, which was you've already launched really, but you're not officially launching really till January of 2022 because you're having some supply chain issues or an ingredient. You're having trouble with that. Can you, since we are a food podcast and we have people that are in all areas of the food industry, can you share what your challenges have been with supply chain situations?
0: yes well we were ready to launch in spring of this year um and then we had a packaging delay Um, our boxes were you know stuck on a shipping container i'm sure in the ocean somewhere paper in the mills and there was several delays which we finally got our boxes printed and ready to go and then once we were ready to turn our machines on to do our first run for a retailer in washington dc for August, we then found another roadblock when one of our ingredients has been delayed and will only likely be on the shelves again for us and delivered in January of 2022. So it's been quite disheartening because we can produce micro batches at our bakery, but with our co-packing um, co-packer, we just don't have the ingredients to kind of create something that is, you know, scalable to you know larger U.S. retailers that are asking for the for the product right now
1: i don't think you're the only small business that's having challenges in that area we've talked to others who are having similar issues with the normal ingredients that they would use Uh, those that were in existence before the pandemic you know have had to change what they're doing and, and how they're sourcing and it really is an issue for you last spring would have been a great launch with that Washington store situation but now you're you're really 6 to 8 months behind as far as getting some momentum going and you know the, the buzz on the street, so to speak, for your product, because you've had to wait on the supply chain. Is there any traceability there or have you tried other suppliers or you know what kinds of things have you tried to fix the situation? I'm sure you've tried a lot. We've
0: tried everything, Pam. Um, we've contacted different suppliers. The problem with contacting a different supplier to get a different product is we've done all our FDA testing All our CFIA testing, all of our labeling, all of our packaging, all of our shelf life testing. So the domino effect of using a different ingredient would just cost us thousands of dollars. So we just thought in order to kind of one or the other, we thought we would just continue to wait. We did have to change our chia seed to our date because of, again, a shortage of chia seeds. Our vegan cookie is now made with dates versus chia seeds. And yeah, we just, we've called and we've tried, I think the company that we're buying from is canadian but they're sourcing from somewhere in europe mm-hmm. which is probably sourcing from somewhere else in europe okay. um so we've tried to go through different avenues we've even asked friends with businesses in the us to try their suppliers and they've asked around and, and they just are still facing the same challenges so
1: okay we're just
0: kind of hanging on and hoping january is the magical date for us
1: yeah especially in the food space it's just not that easy you mentioned all the testing you had to go through the certifying the the regulations that exist when you are manufacturing food. It's just different than if you were making a widget and and much more restrictive. And that's a a really good point to bring out. Well, what other things are you looking to do when you launch in January? What is your focus going to be as far as doing that from a standpoint of um, PR or getting the word out?
0: So we have, we have a plan set out and we're super excited. we have an agency in Colorado that's going to help us launch. We're going to be at some of the trade shows like Fancy Food and Expo West, which we're super excited to be at. Again, we were at Fancy Food in San Francisco pre-pandemic. We have a PR campaign going out. We have an influencer strategy that we're implementing. Our website is ready to go. I mean, we can buy, you can buy you know one by one, but we're focusing more on retailers. We have some retailer sampling and activity um, to go, go with the retailers that we're waiting to launch with. Um, yeah, we're super excited. I mean, the feedback has been so great by buyers that have been around for 20, 30 years. And, you know, usually ask our, our broker and our sales team, lots of questions have just been like, yep, we'll take it. And we're like, oh, okay. So this is, this is, this is a growing category and something that we're super excited about. And I think, um one thing that we talked about previously is that we're going to give back a portion of our sales to education in north america which is very near and dear to my heart because i had a lot of trouble breastfeeding and you know i was able to go to free clinics at my local hospital and through this process i had met a lactation consultant but many women in north america don't have access to that and don't have the money to hire a private Um, lactation consultant for assistance so i really want to give back to these women and set up something that we are donating to la leche league in us and canada and also we're going to try and do some local activities with with some of our partners on the ground that where we can teach women how to breastfeed and you know a lot of women give up because it is really hard and you have um, older generations that are saying oh we didn't breastfeed it's fine but you know the health benefits of breastfeeding are so great we do want to encourage women it saves a lot of money it's very good for the baby it's great for the mom it's you know it has so many benefits that we just really want to you know open up the education side of the business because that's something that i feel is so important especially you know when there's big brands trying to sell you you know formula because it's easier but it takes a little bit of practice and you know you kind of get it warmed up it's one of the things that doesn't come naturally to women so we want to really tell them you know it might take you a little bit of time, but you know, you'll you'll enjoy it and you'll really benefit in the end if you can, you know, stick with it and do it right. Because I was doing it totally wrong. There's no book to teach you how to do it.
1: Well, there are books really, but everybody's different is the challenge, and every baby's different. And I think your philanthropic piece is is really critical because. it it is often a lack of education and like you said different generations have different focuses you know when formulas first came out it was a little bit of a status symbol to be able to afford to buy formula and not breastfeed your baby and so it kind of fell out of favor but then more recent i would say 20 30 years health studies have shown all the benefits to the newborns and infants, and even moving up in age, the benefits to them of breastfeeding uh, to the mother and the baby, actually. I know there's some statistics out there for breastfeeding mothers are, there's some percentage less likely to have breast cancer, for example, is something that I read at some point. I'm sure you're more up on that than than I am, but there's there's benefits both ways. And that education piece, I went to I was a nursing mom and I went to the La Leche League meetings many, many years ago. So I'm delighted that you are, you know donating to a, a worthy organization that's really that's their focus. They're well established in this space. And how can how else can we, help get the the word out are you going to be doing any kind of classes or just offering i don't know encouragement with your lactation cookies or yeah we're going to
0: we're going to focus on the education piece on our website and through Uh, our social media and we're also going to partner with because we're based in toronto we have a clinic in toronto a, a large mom's clinic and they do all types of services and we've connected with them already to do local put some of our funding to support women to go to that clinic you know, and will support those fees for them. So we want to just really kind of spread the word. I mean, La Leche Leche League has done everything and has done it so well. We'd love to just, you know, give them the money so they can continue doing what they do and expand their reach. But we also want to do some of our own, you know, stuff locally, because we work with a lot of local moms to develop our cookie. We really want to get back to some of the, the lower income neighborhoods here where, you know, moms don't have access or they can't travel to the local hospital where there's free clinics or La Leche League meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, which i think are mostly virtual right now so it is more accessible to women but yeah La Literature League has helped so many people for so many years and their book is kind of like a bible in the breastfeeding community so yeah i'm a big proponent and i'm i'm really excited about that part and really seeing that those funds go to helping women who how do i do this what how do i <laughs> like i think it's all like you're like you said every baby is different and every mom is different and every breast is a different shape. So yeah, it's like until someone is like, oh, then you're like, oh, and that's kind of, you know, the aha moment as Oprah says, you know, how do I do this right? And you know.
1: Yeah. And just giving the encouragement and and for the moms to know that there's somewhere to go to get support, I think is really, really important. But the other things that I'm hearing service-wise, you're also thinking about the different moms that are out there with your gluten-free offering with your vegan offering and and that's something that's just not out in the market today and moms that are challenged with either physical reason why they can't eat those ingredients or they've decided they don't want to eat those ingredients they're really challenged with all being able to keep the nutrition up uh, keep those protein sources up and things like that as they move forward and are trying to be successful at nursing. So I think all of that comes together and is really important. I mean, I hear several threads throughout your mission that are of interest to the people that are out there right now. Those are trends that are going on in the food industry, and you are positioned to take advantage of those and just innovating on that and and coming up with good, tasty products that are also healthy. Two things people really want. (laughs) is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience about this great project you have going on we're super excited and i
0: think like you said we we listened we listened to moms we listened to our graphic designers vegan plant-based oh. um, we did focus groups at our local cafe and moms were like i can't participate i'm gluten-free i can't participate i'm plant-based so we just thought we wanted to be different we wanted to be certified gluten-free certified vegan so we found facilities that can accommodate that we also our design is quite fun and fashion forward and our branding is much more modern than I feel like when I became a first time mom I was like everything is just kind of pink and blue and mumsy and like old school pink and blue so our, our packaging is fun and we kind of want it to be like you can pull out this bag of cookies you know if you're doing yoga or if you're taking your kid out for a walk, and it's it's designed forward and, and fun, and colors are vibrant. They have patterns, like animal patterns on them. And coincidentally, or we don't know how, our packaging kind of color scheme and patterns were then featured on the Paris Runway by Balenciaga two years after we started developing it. So we're not sure if they found us or I don't know, but that was quite fun for us to see. So, you know, we have a, a bold pink kind of spotted package, a green, you know, pattern package and then a blue package which i just feel like you know moms are cool now they're busy they're career moms they're they want to be like it's like you pull out a lipstick you want to pull a lipstick with a cool you know cap and and look and feel so that's what we also want to focus on the design of our packaging to be fun and recyclable but you know still looking good so if you are pulling out cookies they're not just pink and blue with little baby rattles on them
1: Well, Lisa, I think La Dolce Bakery is going to be the only bakery that can say they were on the Paris Faction runway. (laughs) And (laughs) I think I think you've probably got that only that spot. You could claim that and not have anybody in contention with you on that. And I, as a mom who's not nursing, uh, I can't wait to try a lactation cookies. I think they sound like they're healthy for anyone. I know you're focused on those new moms, but those of us who aren't new moms would also really enjoy some good nutrition, fashion forward packaging. I mean, it all sounds great to me. I'm ready to order as soon as you guys are up in production. I'm excited about that. Well, I really appreciate you being on the Future Foodcast podcast today and sharing with our audience just the innovation that you've got going and how you're trying to serve your community and give back philanthropically, as well as provide good nutrition for those new moms that are out there. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to Future Foodcasts. Future Foodcast is powered by Farm to Plate, the leading food blockchain platform. Subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to stay up to date with the very latest innovations in the food industry.